Welcome to Trans Enlightening Thursdays, a podcast that offers a safe space for trans men and for those who are interested in the LGBT community. In this series, we motivate, uplift, and promote you to stand in your authentic truth. I am AJ Evans, your host, and with me is my co-host Ashton Marshall. So sit back, relax, grab your water, sip your tea, and let's just vibe in this beautiful energy, baby. Let's just vibe. Beautiful people, beautiful people, what's going on? What's going on? We're back for another episode of Trans Enlightenment. It's your boy Ashton with my brother from another AJ. What's good, my brother? What's going on, bro? What's going on? Ah, nothing. It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day. Beautiful moment right now. We're getting ready to um, uh, get into the holidays. So I'm excited, ready to eat. You know, we've been doing this. We were just talking about this push-up challenge that uh, our previous uh, guest, uh, Carnetta, had introduced us to doing the push-up challenge. 50 push-ups a day. Eating 50 push-ups a day, man. How that's going for you? It's going. (laughs) (laughs) It's going. Like I said, when when she hit me up and said, let's do 50 a day, I said 50 straight or what? She said, no. She said, just 50 a day, you know, split it all up. So I was able to split it up and, you know, I love it. I love it. I'm so glad she, she challenged us to do that um, because it, it, it showed me some things about myself that I, I didn't even know. You know, I, 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 I never knew that I was able to go ahead and go down and push up and then hit my, hit, hit my chest. I tried it cause I first saw her do that. And I was like, that really inspired me to try it at first. And I was like, Oh yeah. So yes, it's, it's going great. How is it going for yourself? It's going different. Like I am, and it's weird because cardio is my thing. I like cardio and my upper body strength ain't where it's supposed to be, but I've been doing pretty well. You know, I've gotten up to doing 12 in a row with, with no pressure. I haven't been able to get all the way down to the floor, mm-hmm. but I do get the bend in my elbows. Right. So I'm doing a complete push up. but I, I love a good challenge. So, you know, mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it. I also have a, uh, you know, brought on my family to see if mainly my wife to see if she want to knock out some with me. I don't know where she at, but uh, okay, cool, yeah, do it. She gonna do it. So you know, that's where we at. A couple that work out together, stay together. That's, that's what they say. Relationship. That's what they say. You know, so hey, that's what I'm talking about. That's what they say. But speaking of relationships and couples, this episode. We're talking about healthy relationships, not just in the queer community, because healthy relationships is, is universal. That's a universal topic, you know, but, you know, we're always going to give the, uh, our, our audience a, a trans enlightening uh, perspective on, mm-hmm. on different topics. But we're talking about healthy relationships. So let's jump into this. The first question that I have for my brother. What's your idea of a healthy relationship? Like what is AJ's idea? What is a healthy relationship for you? A healthy relationship for me is from you have to have one with yourself. Starts everything starts and begins with you. So you have a healthy relationship with yourself, loving yourself, taking care of yourself, having the self-care that will be shown in your outer world. So you have to what have trust in yourself 
You have to be intimate with yourself. You know, you must, um, what, what is it? Uh, have boundaries with yourself and things around you. So to me, that is my idea of, of a relationship versus just having one with myself because I know everything in everything begins and ends with me because mm. I can't be happy nowhere else and I'm not happy with me, right? You got to start with you. That's true. That's yeah. true. That's true. I, I love that. I love that. I didn't even think about putting in perspective of self being self-reflective on that. Like, but that is true because everything that you just said is really my idea of a healthy relationship, whether it's um, including communication and, and setting boundaries and having trust, loyalty, love. Um, the biggest thing that I feel that outweighs everything in a healthy relationship is integrity. Integrity mm -hmm. is one of the biggest components for me because I feel like when you have integrity, everything else falls in place. Yep. You know, exactly. Yeah, I, I I like that though. But I, you have to possess those things within yourself before you're even able to share it, share it or expect it from anybody else. Exactly, exactly. Because people, the way you treat yourself, that's you're showing people how to treat you. Yes, sir. Yeah. So if you're treating yourself bad, how are you going to expect somebody else to treat you good? That's yes, not, sir. It's, it's not possible. It's not at all. Yes, sir. So but we had talked about boundaries. Have, have you had any trouble setting boundaries before? Yes. You know, before I was a huge people pleaser. Mm hmm. I was a huge people pleaser. Like, and and I, and I, what I'm realizing or what I'm understanding is that is a common thing within our community because mm -hmm. we feel or we have a fear of rejection so much that we tend to be more of people pleasers. So with the people pleasing, I allowed people to cross boundaries that I knew yep. would never have happened or shouldn't have mm -hmm. happened. So, yeah, I, I would have to say yes. Like, I have definitely now, no, but prior right. boundaries I'm was like you. I am just like you, a people pleaser. I don't, I don't, I don't like conflict, which I still don't like conflict. So, it was like, okay, I'll just brush it off because I don't want to argue or anything, you know? So, it was just like, all right, I'll let you have it. It's okay. <clears throat> but I can, um, aside from a, romantic relationship or you know personal relationship i would have to say i had trouble setting boundaries with food mm. yeah so uh boundaries boundaries is hard and um but what we fail to realize is that now going off to with somebody else is that boundaries actually helps us and the and that person yes we may not see it right then and there you know but it it, it helps the both of us out in the long run yes so. Yes, I do. I, I wrote something in a post a couple of months ago that said um, boundaries teach people how to love and respect you. Yeah. Yes, and, then one, and then once you allow people to cross those boundaries, it's, it's no coming back. Mm -hmm. Once they cross it one time, it's no coming back. It really isn't. You know how who or where did you get the idea or who set the example for you of what a healthy relationship and i asked this question because this is like a two-part question um for an example when bill cosby had when it's you know all this legal stuff that was going on you know not really wanting to get into all of it but when he had 
you know, his legal situations and people were on the fence and they were like, man, you, you ruining my childhood. At the time, I didn't really understand. I'm like, you ruining your childhood. Like these, this man, you know, is doing X, Y, and Z with X, Y, and Z and, you know, doing real bad things. I, like I said, I, I don't want to get into it, but I didn't understand until I watched an episode of the Cosby's and it clicked that for me, TV played a big part in what set the example of what a healthy relationship. I grew up, we we all grew up in an age where we had the family matters. We had the Cosby's, we had um, Living Single, we had Martin, like TV uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, like these were examples, our examples of black families for me. Mm-hmm. And that's where my examples came from of what healthy relationships was, were the TV shows. I grew up in a single parent home, mm-hmm. so you know, I didn't really have that in-home example. So for you, where did your examples for healthy relationships? My examples came in people, my parents probably ain't going to like this, but I'm going to be truthful. My healthy relation, um, it came from from myself. I had to teach myself. Um, because this thing, like we, we every every last one of us got trouble setting boundaries and everything else. We all, I don't care what nobody said. We all, we all, we we all got some some things with us, and so, it, yeah, it, it. I had to, I had to teach myself because, and that came from me finding that. Self love within within me. So once I knew, once I found out what exactly what true intimacy is and what what um, true freedom is and what true love is, then I was able to actually see have my aha moment. Oh, this is what a healthy relationship is because, like I said, this. Going back to like what we talking about, like the push-ups and stuff like that. Or well, you know, prior to me being how I look now, I was heavier, and I feel mm-hmm. like your health, the what what you put into your body and everything like that, it, it shows how you treat yourself, how how you care for yourself. So clearly, I wasn't getting, I wasn't seeing it anywhere what a healthy relationship was because if I'm throwing everything in my mouth clearly I ain't taking care of myself I'm I'm not being healthy anywhere you know what I mean so once I started to sit down and be with myself and sit with myself and have my moment with myself I had to find it within me so it came from me I'm I, you know I'm gonna toot my own horn it came from me <laughs> just yeah. doing that you know I'm, I'm not gonna give nobody else no credit yes the tv yes you know you do see stuff out there, but at the end of the day, it's still some underlying stuff with that. You know what I mean? We just can't. It's just it just had to come through me. Mm. So would you say you learned a lot of it from like either past relationships? Most where, definitely. Like it most, just went full circle. It went full circle. Most most definitely. That 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 is those relationships were the what am um they were the foundation of it. Yes, you know they. It, it helped me. Uh, it, yes, most <laughs> was they definitely 
Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Get into that, you know. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> just started yeah. thinking. I, I just had some flashbacks. I see. I see. Whoa, I had some flashbacks. So, yes, that you look, trigger, you should have said a trigger warning with that one. <laughs> I got you. I got you. They were the catalyst. Yes, they were the catalyst to, to, to me finding that. And I mean, you know, I, I love all of them for that, you know, because it helped me find who I am. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think we've all been there. Like, I haven't met not a single person. Mm-hmm. I haven't met not a single person who hasn't said their first queer relationship was the best. Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't had everybody <laughs> that I ran into, they be like, boy, that first one was hell. It's something about that first one. I don't know. It's something about that first one. That first one, like, everybody remembers it. And the one thing everybody says is, that was just not a good one. Mm -hmm. That was just not a good one. So now that you're trans, has the concept of a healthy relationship, has it changed from your uh, pre-transition stage? Um, I'm going to say, yeah. Because within that, uh, um, uh, because after those relationships that's when i actually transitioned and with me transitioning guess what when we transition going through we have to find us we we have to love ourselves right we have to accept ourselves so by me doing that that's how the relationship with myself happens so yes it definitely has like the person the that brianna was in those relationships moving forward AJ would not be that person, you know. So, yes, definitely, my transition definitely helped me out because mm. you gotta you gotta love yourself, right? And and let's say you know with us being trans, when we stepping out into the world, we, you know, we can get hit left and right, you know, mentally, emotionally, you know, and we have to stand strong within ourselves, yeah. and that's gonna ha- that's that that right there, yeah, yeah. And now I think being more masculine or masculine presenting, that puts a lot of pressure on 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 uh, the trans men community as well, because now we have to be a lot more firmer or we feel like we have to be a lot more firmer and uh, and decisive and less indecisive. Like we have to be, you know, I, I don't want to say masculine. That's not the right word I want to use, but mm-hmm. we have to stand firm in who we are because the expectations, it in my opinion, are different. The expectations of healthy relationships from a trans man, being a trans man compared to just being a dominant lesbian is mm-hmm. totally different. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like, you know, the women within our community, um, the feminine women or the women that we date in our community have a higher standard for trans men than they do for dominant uh oh, yes most right. definitely most definitely yeah, yeah. It's, yeah it's definitely different so the expectations of a healthy relationship would be different um my next question and this uh this 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 let me just ask do you and your partner have to be religiously or spiritually aligned for you to have a healthy relationship? Hmm. Yes and no. Yes, no. It's like okay. It's okay if she is a religious person. 
because like I said, I'm spiritual. Mm-hmm. So I love to take from all different types of religion. So you can be whatever you want to be, but you have to have respect. Okay. So you want to sit there, you want to go to church, you know, and do your thing, or you want to, you know, go to a temple, do whatever that. Don't force me to go if I don't want to go, you know. I feel like that 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 Sunday morning, I don't want to go. I feel it in my spirit that that they're gonna start talking about LGBT going to hell, and I'll be like, I'm I just I'm just not feeling it. Don't yeah. force me to go. So yeah. you know, and I so like I said, it's it's just it's like a yes and no. You just it just got to be based off of respect. And also, I would love to think you know if I want her to have some spiritual aspect to her. Yes. You know? Um. And also, you know, I, I feel like we can learn from each other. That 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 will also help us learn and grow with yes. each other. So that would be interesting. I'm open to whatever. Now, I'm not going to lie, and I'm not putting anything out there, but only one I just feel like I can't date is um, a Muslim. But which I think they have, have to date with within their own, right? Okay, so... So that's that's I mean that's that's just that's just the only yeah that I can think of yeah. How about yourself? Uh, my spirit, my religious background. You know, the word says you can't be with somebody unless you're equally yoked, and I have to say that I disagree. Mm-hmm. Um, and I speak from personal experience. You know, me and my wife, we actually have two different ideas or perspectives on religion okay but we also have that respect mm-hmm. where it's i'm able to hear her perspective she's able to hear my perspective we're not trying to convince nor change each other mm-hmm. it's like oh okay i can see how you feel like that i can see that why why you feel x y and z and we can have great conversations. So we don't have to be religiously or spiritually aligned, but we have to be respectfully aligned. Exactly. Because I know with me, my, for myself, I can get a little out there. I like to talk about esoteric things. I, like, I, I just like mm-hmm. to talk about it. The occult, I'm into all of that. So I know, especially with being, she's a Christian, she can't be like, uh, you know, overly religious Christian, oh, what you mean? Well, clearly, if she's, she ain't gonna be with me. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. even if so, you still can be LGBT and still listen to me, because I've tell, been telling some people, I've been talking to people, I'm like, look now, you make them, I love to say I'm weird. Yes, I'm weird, you know, because I like to get deep into it, you know, into the occult and everything, and I, and I, and I do know religion don't like that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, that's that's where the whole yeah respect comes in at yes yeah. Mm-hmm. and and that goes into just healthy relationships it's it's yep. it's about a respect you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying it's a respect factor that it's like it's okay to be different like when it comes to especially just when it comes to you know religion or spirituality like it's okay to be different mm-hmm. We're human everybody's not going to be alike and. Right. You know, when you open up yourself, you never know what may happen. 
But like you said, as long as you're not forcing it and mm-hmm. you're not trying to convert me in and do all of this, like love me how I am and whatever will be, will be, yep. you know, or respect me enough to say, well, hey, this doesn't work for me anymore because of X, Y, and Z. You know, it's not aligning well with me religiously or spiritually. You know, that adds to a healthy relationship. Because like you said, relationships is beyond just the intimacy. You know, it's even friendships. Yep. Exactly. A lot of friends who, you know, are, you know, spiritual and, but they also align with different religions. They pick in, you know, what, resonates in them and i love that about them yeah you know like teach me this oh okay where did that come from oh that's buddhism oh okay i would love to know more about that right exactly you know so and and i think you know that's 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 life we we gotta grow we we gotta teach and learn from each other that's Mm -hmm. that's what life is about so yeah i mean bring in the differences you know with things but you know, but we tend to always talk about red flags. Everybody, everything is red flag. Oh, that's a red flag. That's a red flag. Since we're talking about healthy relationship, what's a green flag? What's Ashton's green flags? Mm. I like eclectic individuals. I like somebody who embraces the fact that they're different. Mm-hmm. I That is a green flag. Like, because I don't want somebody who is going to go with the crowd. Because mm-hmm. now you're not thinking for yourself. You know, that's my mm-hmm. green flag. Somebody who different and embraces it. Embrace your differentness. Like, I like your uniqueness. I call it a uniqueness. Embrace that. That's a go. Go for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the, what's the green flag for you? Well, for me, first and foremost, her connection with God. Oh, okay. that's the green flag for me. She has to have a connection. I need to know her connection because that right there, that to me, is a strong foundation to a relationship. First with yourself, and then that's going to show how that's going to be with us. So, okay. you know, um, and then also. A green flag is if she can inspire me. Go ahead and inspire me. Once you inspire me, mm-hmm. that, that come to like, oh yeah, that's a go. That is mm-hmm. a go because you know it says a lot about you. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Be yeah. I like that. I like that. I I I have to second that. Let me piggyback off of that because <laughs> let me tell you, I was when I met my my wife. She wore in a um, car wash, car wash. And she looked at me and she was like, so what you want to do with your life? And it blew me away because I'm like, what you mean? You know, I'm in my 20s. We making great money. You know what I'm saying? I'm making over my age. Right. Good money. Like we doing real good. What, What do you mean? I think I'm doing good for myself right now. And she hit me with, she was like, yeah, but where I'm trying to go, this ain't enough. This ain't it. I know that's right. <laughs> and it was like, whoa, wait a minute. Now, I've never had anybody challenge me in this perspective, in this light. Like, what you mean this ain't it? And she was like, 
you got to want more for yourself. Like this, you just said it, like we're in our twenties. What else? Mm-hmm. Like we can't do this. Like after. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, and she asked me, she said, what are you interested in? And, and I was like, well, the mind, I, I, I like to figure out how people think and, and what makes them tick. Like, that's my thing. And she was like, well, that's what you need to be doing. And she inspired me from there. And that's when it wow. took off. And I was like, nobody ever challenged me like that. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever said, what do you want out of life? And that's the difference that she shown me that made me fall in love with her. It was like, oh, wow. I never thought about the next 10 years or the next mm-hmm. my 40s, my 50s. Like, what am I supposed to be doing then? Like, I'm doing good now. And it was like that type of that different perspective that she gave me is what was like, oh, you a keeper because I've never had anybody inspire me like that, mm-hmm. you know, to want to do more, want to be more. Yeah. Cause yeah. It, it's like in this day and age, everything is off surface base. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's like now that's why relationships don't be lasting. Yeah. Uh, strictly. What? Sex, looks, yep. you know, what what you can do for me, you know what I mean? It's never like that e- equal give and take, you know, yeah. or we, we're we being codependent, <laughs> oh, you know. So yeah. Yeah. that's what that is. So, yes, having somebody who, who can challenge you, push you to the that right there, that is a, a, a good connection. And that hits spiritually, like that hits deep, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, because I had to ask, you know, I I had to ask her, and and this was recently, you know, what's a green flag for her? And she said, what shows her, or what makes her attracted to a man, is their relationship with their mother. Mm. And I was like, really? And she was like, you, from a, a female's perspective. From a woman's perspective, she said that how a man treats his mother is how he will treat you. That is so true. I think that is so I, I believe that that and she I, I agree with her 100 percent. And and that would not even just with the man, even with the female, you know, with, you know, as well, because even if you have a. A bad if you have a quote unquote bad relationship. Mm-hmm. With that parent. It should, if you're talking shit about them, that's going to show that you're going to talk shit about me too. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You know, you, how you answer. So if I'm going to ask you, how's your relationship with your mom? Oh, I can't stand that bitch. That, this, that, and the third. Okay, well, now I know how we don't. You don't like what I do. You're going to be saying that about me. Now, if, yeah. you, if you sit here and say, well, you know, we don't have the best relationship, you know, and I, I and I think we we can do a lot better. And she's done the best that she can do raising me. You know, if, if she can say something, love him, just something like that, boom, that goes to show that you are mature and that you yes. understand that, you know, that she's doing the best that she can do. Like, you know what I mean? So, yes, having that. Yeah. So I definitely agree with your wife with that. Because that's something with me now stepping out into, into the dating world, I look at that as well. How How is your relationship with your father how how was it you know with your mom hell how was it with your kids you know are are you taking care of your kids all of that you know because those 
relationship is going to reflect into our mm. one. So, yes. That's a good one. That's mm. a good one. If you're listening, <laughs> you need to know the relationships the person that you're dating has with their family because it does spill over into your relationship. Mm -hmm. It does affect your relationship. 100%. 100%. Oh, mm. yes, it is. So would you say if their relationships, I, I, that just answered my next question because I was going to say what was a red flag. But clearly a toxic relationship with a fam with your family, yes. with your mm -hmm. immediate family. Immediate family, oh, yes. That's, that's number one. That is number one for me. Um, two is how you respond to an altercation. You know, do you shut down? You know, do you know how do you communicate? You know? Yeah. Yeah. That right there, if if, if you sit in here want to just send out a text message and being all hateful, oh no, honey, we gotta go. <laughs> you know. Talk this yeah. out. If you if you feel like you're angry, tell me that you need time. I'm gonna tell you that I need time. You yeah. know, now don't get me wrong, but I'm not perfect or anything, you know, we're still gonna probably have our little Anger builds up a little bit, you know. So, but most of the time, no. How how you respond to mm -hmm. an Yes, yes. Because I am me. I am a I'm a talker. Like mm -hmm. let's talk through things. I mean, I do give the space that's needed or the time that's needed. But I am a let's sit down and communicate. Not trying to convince, but tell me how you feel so that I'm able to understand you. So yep. that if this situation comes up again, I can handle it better. We can handle it better mm -hmm. if we discuss it and, and talk about it. You know, yep. I feel like communication is a big part of a healthy relationship mm -hmm. and not communicating to get you to agree, but getting you to understand my perspective because we come from different backgrounds. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if I grew up in a, in a family where altercations turn physical you can understand why either i run from a disagreement or i come blazing into the disagreement right. but that reflects in how you how i'm going to respond or how you're going to respond to me so that communication is big and like you said that goes into your relationship with your immediate family mm -hmm. definitely um it, it it shows yeah. <laughs> big time. So there's a, 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 a meme going around that I've seen quite a few times that I gotta ask you. It's one where it's like the man and it says like, who eats first? The child, the, the mother, or your spouse? <laughs> but, you know, we're gonna exclude the kids, you know, in this one. And we're just gonna say, who comes first? Mom, and I, mom, partner slash or mom girlfriend slash wife who comes first mm. that is that's that's a good one because <laughs> growing up being in the church the bible says you know the wife comes before the mother i think i still have to, have to agree with that because you're starting a whole new family that's 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 especially if you're married. That's your whole new family. I'm gonna to have to say the wife now, but at the same time, I'm still up in the air. I'm I'm you know I can't even say fully 100 percent because that was like that 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 is a good that's a good question at this point in time in my life. You know mm -hmm. because I've been in a relationship, you know where 
I did put them before my mom. And we know not all relationships last. And then it's like, damn, you know, you put the, your spouse in front of the parent and then look what happened. That that can ruin that relationship with your mom or with your dad and whatnot. So I don't, you know, I'm, I'm, it's, it's kind of up in the air. Yeah. So by you being married, how does that work for you? You know, I, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. It's, it's, it's balance. After you say I do, I, I'm, I'm here with you. Wife, mm-hmm. wife comes first because home life comes first. Mm-hmm. Home comes first, you know? So in that situation, you know, unfortunately, but fortunately my wife comes first, you know, um, I am blessed enough to say that I have a beautiful wife. I have a beautiful mom who understands their place and they, you know, know when to respond to certain situations. But my wife comes first. Um, before she was my wife, my mother came first, hands down. Right. You know, it, right. it wasn't. But it, then it made me think, like, you know, then you start expanding the family and then you bring these kids. And then I'm like, ooh, so who comes first? Like, is it my child? Who do you say first, your child, your, your wife or your mama? You know, because it's basically like present, past and future. You know, mm-hmm. your, your parents is the past. Your wife is your present and your mm-hmm. kids are your future. So who do you say first, your future or your present or your past? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. You know, I just hope that I'm never in a situation where I have to choose because I, I, I feel like if I have to choose, I won't choose. I'll be like, take me, <laughs> take me, but I ain't choosing. But, you know, in this space, you know, depending on the situation, like my wife comes first, you know, mm-hmm. and then I hope that by saving my wife, my wife saves my mother. <laughs> Makes sense, right? <laughs> I hope, I hope, I hope. But yeah, you know, because I think the picture is like who 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 eats first, like you know your 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 kids. But if I had to input my kids, like I know that the agreement between my wife and I, where we are aligned, where our kids come first, mm-hmm. like don't nobody eat before our kids, and then after that, after our kids eat, my wife eats, mm-hmm. and then I have whatever's left. Mm-hmm. I you think know? that's I think that's exactly how it's supposed to be. Yeah, because I, I think I seen I seen a similar meme one time in the girl. I guess she must have fed her boyfriend or husband first before the kids, and everybody was going crazy over that. Which I you know, which I don't agree with. Either. I, I I believe the kid should have ate first, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and he his ass should last. <laughs> I saw that because what it was the recent one where I think the the father the the girl had a couple of kids. And the father dropped food off for his child, and everybody was up in arms, and they were like, "What?" Oh and yeah, the, that's crazy. I yeah, think, that's crazy though. I think the either the mother, I'm not for sure, but did the mother just not allow the father to drop the food off, or only his child ate and the rest didn't eat, or something? Mm-hmm. I can't remember how it was. Mm. I can't remember, but I know everybody was like. The mother just had something to say, like, you ain't going to bring your... That's what it was. The mother was upset that the father only bought his son food and didn't bring food for the rest of the house. That's trifling. 
my opinion, I, I believe that that's trifling. Trifling on who? The mother or the father? Uh, the father. If you you mm. can't do you can't do for one and not do for them all, whether it's your kids or not. What, what are you going to have the other kids sitting there looking at them? Oh, I want someone. I want. Come on now. Right. Why would you put kids in that situation? That's trifling. That's low down trifling. Oh, that's that's a great perspective. I don't, and I'm gonna be honest. I don't know how I feel. Like I'm, I'm on the fence. I'm mm-hmm. on the fence. I couldn't choose a side because I was like, you know, the father only has an obligation to his child only, and that and that is true. But that goes to show how he is as a as a person. You. You don't True. have the damn common courtesy. It's a damn happy meal, bro. Like, come on now. Yes. You could have even True. bought a pizza. Come True. on. I bet you his fat ass probably eating a damn pizza. <laughs> See, I don't like that. You don't do kids wrong like that. You don't do that. Yeah. yeah. Or if you didn't want to feed a whole household, get your child, pick them up, and then you go out with them. But you don't just drop the food off and let other kids do that. Come on now. Nah. See, your ass done got me mad now. I don't like <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> I agree. I was on the fence. I was like, I don't know because if it was me, if it was me, if I didn't have it to feed everybody, then yes, I would go pick my child up and was like, look, I know he got brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z. Let me just go get them. Let me just go get my child and spend some time with my child, you know, and I'll take him to the park and he can eat this meal. And then when I drop mm-hmm. you off, you know, that's what it's like. Yeah, it is. Right. is safe. But also, you know, the, a lot of people were like, you know, unfortunately, the father is only responsible for his child. And I agree with that, too. But I, I come from a family where if you don't eat, you and your brothers and sisters don't eat either. Mm-hmm. And if you eat, then we're going to cut this Happy Meal up 18 ways or however yep. many it is and everybody eat. That's the household that I come from. Yeah. Like, I even came in from the fact that if, if if I'm out with friends and I know I, I got money and we out at at a store or something like that are going and, and they don't have anything or let's just say I want to buy something. I'm not going to just buy something for myself and they're with me and I know that they can't buy anything. If, if I truly want it and I got the money, I'm going to buy it and then I'm going to ask them what is there that that they want. Or even if we're going out to eat or something like that. You know what I mean? You you, you can't let... That's not... I mean, they're not my responsibility. But at the same time, that goes to show where your heart is. That goes to show you don't have a healthy relationship with yourself. Mm-hmm. He was being spiteful. I don't care. He's He was being spiteful and childish. And that's why she ain't with his ass no more, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> For real. You know I Nope. Nope. No. <laughs> yeah. I was like, even like from the mother's perspective, if, you know, I was the mom, I would say, hey, either. And I don't know the financial situations, you know, I don't know. But I would say, you know, because I have other kids here, you know, come pick your child up. Or if you can't, then don't bring anything. Mm-hmm. Don't bring anything. And I know that, you know, I feel like the father be like, dang, I can't do for my child. But it's like. Not today. I'm not saying that you can't do for them, but I'm saying not today because everybody can't eat. So, you know, tomorrow, let's schedule some time where you can come pick your child up and you can take them on a walk. I don't don't care. You got all these pizza deals. You got the five. You got the five for five. You know, ain't no way. No, I'm sorry. I feel you. 
ain't, I'm I, I, no, I ain't that. I'm not. I'm, I ain't, ain't no cut. Nope. nope I, but see, nope, I, nope. as a as a parent, I can't. I can't just be like one. As a parent, I'm not gonna have. I, I'm gonna try. <laughs> I'm trying to be respectful, but as a parent, I let's not. Let's try not to have too many kids with different fathers. You know what I'm saying? But the situation is, you know, for this reason, you know, you don't want issues. But you know what I'm saying? I still have to have balance and say, for me, I still have to have balance and be like, you know, hey, come get your child tomorrow and y'all do that. You know what I'm saying? But if you can't feed all the kids in the house, don't just bring them in. You know, or, you know, I'll cash app you some money, bring a pizza for everybody. Like you said, it's enough Mm -hmm. deals where... You can feed everybody, although that's not your responsibility. Let me shoot you this ten dollars, and you know if you're gonna bring them a happy meal, bring a pizza too for the rest mm-hmm. of them. You know, it's it's ways you can it's, handle these situations. It is. It is. That's why I, I I'm not making. I ain't making no excuses for them. Not one. There ain't not one excuse. I'm yeah. sorry. I just nope, nope, yeah. nope, nope, nope. But I do come from a household where it's like if. If, if if everybody can't eat, then nobody nobody eats, eats. exactly. Yeah. I, I do as well. I do as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know, that's our episode for the day of these healthy relationships. Of course, this, you know, we can continue on this discussion because we can get deep off into this. But um, I think the people need to, you know, I would really love to hear how people form ideas of what healthy relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, um, for you, it was about reflection so your health your ideas of a healthy relationship comes from personal person you know comes from inside and and you know for me it come it came from tv it came from you know scripts <laughs> that was my <laughs> idea of a healthy relationship that set the example for me like you know martin you know, the cosby show different yep. world good times i am a i love good times good times was my first but let, of a let me ask you that. But do you think that that's realistic? Like some of that stuff is realistic, you know? Because I think personally, for me, I think we get so caught up in that, and then it puts us into a codependent relationship because we just want that so badly. Mm. I think that they are possible. I wouldn't say they are realistic. I think they are possible. I think that it sets the tone for what could happen. You know, these are and because when we're talking about the Cosby show, Martin, they were different. Mm -hmm. They were definitely different situations. Living single, definitely different situations. But a lot of the topics that they discussed were realistic in the black community. Mm -hmm. So I do think that they are possible. Um, The Cosby show, the characters are my idea of what I strive to be. You know, being a successful man in the family, having a successful wife and having kids and you try to instill in them the best things that you can. It it is something that I strive to have. Not so much Bill Cosby, but the Huxtable family. Right. They Mm. are. They are my idea of a healthy black doctors, African-American doctors. Yeah. You know, it's possible. Lawyers like your family, your kids going to college and want you to go to HBCU, you know, know? that is my idea. You know, whether Mm -hmm. I attain it or not is what I strive to be Mm -hmm. and to have. Yeah. All right. 
So people, thank once again, thank you guys for tuning in for Trans Enlightenment. Enlightenment. Like once again, it's your boy Ashton with my brother from another mother, AJ. Nah. You have any IMs? We haven't done IMs in a long time. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any for the people today? Um, let me see. I could say, um, in the last, I'm how about worthy, this? I am in the worthy last of episode, love. No, go ahead, go ahead. No, I'll just say I am worthy of love. Okay. 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 Because I was about to say in our last episode, we talked about um, family gatherings. And I wanted to hear, and I didn't ask, but I wanted to ask you, what was one I am that you told yourself on the ride to your family gathering? And you want to, you want, mine was, the main one that I kept saying to myself was I am powerful. I am powerful. Because I know, I mean, being powerful, I was going to be able to embrace who I am, just knowing that I'm just full of just life. And that actually worked for me because guess what? That's when I ended up on that dance floor, just, just dancing away. And I was so pow- I was powerful enough to get other people to get up and dance with me. Mm-hmm. So my energy was so powerful. So I, that's that's what I kept saying. I I am powerful. You know what I mean? That you know, so that was it. Okay, okay. Okay. I would have to say what just came to me with what you just said is I am energy because I am ever evolving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am ever evolving, so I am energy. But beautiful people, thank you guys for tuning in to Trans Enlightenment. And we hope to see you guys next week, Thursdays. All right. Yo, 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 family, I truly hope you enjoyed the conversation on today's episode of Trans Enlightening Thursdays, where we speak about authentic experiences as trans men of the LGBT community. If you enjoyed this vibe, ride on over to all social media platforms, like, follow, and share. But most importantly, tune in next week, Thursday at 11.11 a.m. for another episode. As always, be the love, be the light, and be the vision you aspire to be. And always allow your dreams to matter more than anyone's thoughts. Peace and love.